Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in actually sunny Santa Cruz. Yeah. Gorgeous today. Wow, I'm peaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm peaking too. We just did a whole bunch of LSD. We're, all <laughs> We're fucked up. Colors, man. <laughs> Who's in the Next, garage we're all tonight, gonna die. Kat? <laughs> tonight in the garage, we have Liza. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. Baby, bye, bye, bye. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you actually wrote that down? Bye, bye. Wow. We've got Bagel. Konnichiwa. And we've got Naked Jim. Hey, hey, hey. And Nuck. What's up, bitches? <laughs> and Kyle. Yeah, I'm just wondering what happened to my LSD. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second day, man. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> and we've got Doug. It's konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Pronunciation are very important. Domo. Arigatou gozaimashita. And we have the beautiful Emma. Been spending most our lives living in a British paradise. Hello, darlings. Oh, good one. <laughs> yes, Pass thank you. And we have the ever-lovely Micah. Yo, yo, wiki, wiki. And, uh, that's about it. No, we've got Charlie too. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. I rode dirt bikes today. It was yeah. good. Hello, Charlie. I did a diet. And Yay. I'm Cat. Meow. <laughs> Thanks, Cat. Yay! I got everyone's name right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Liza still writes them down. I do. I didn't even have a list. Okay. Uh-huh. I think she puts her own name on that list too. I do. <laughs> I fucking knew it. And I, I, I correctly spell everyone's names as well. It's important for the enunciation. Uh-huh. True. There's a fine difference between Charlie and Charlie. And Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will completely concur because I wrote the list of who was doing the podcast today and I made the mistake of spelling Charlie L I E and I was corrected. Uh-huh. There's a big difference between Charlie and Hey Fuck Ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is how I spelt it. He answers to both. <laughs> hey, um, I want to talk about what we did this weekend, but I want to start with me first because I went me, on me, down me. Clearly, to Dallas course. this week. Nice. On purpose? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. The dinner. Was everything yes. bigger? Carbs. <laughs> yeah. Carbs and carbs and carbs. Was, everything was bigger except for the bikes in Sheila's garage. Did you get no. a gun? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, wasn't that a movie back in the day? Liza does Dallas or something? <laughs> 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 Don't just oh, just oh, back in the day so like last week. So <laughs> gross. <laughs> so I want to first thank uh, Sheila in Texas, who's a listener who's emailed us. Many Hi, times. Sheila. Hey. Shout Shout out to Sheila. Um, uh, I was going in for a business trip, but my company flew me in a day early, so I'm like, hey, I want to go play. So Sheila was nice enough to break her rule and pick me up at the airport. Wow. <laughs> that's actually kind of a good rule to... My rule is I don't, I don't help people move. That's, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> my rule, too. I just tell them I only, so I only have one seatbelt in my truck for this reason. I'm sorry, I can't take any passengers. That means I can't take your shit, either. And do you do the same? That's why you have no passenger pegs on your bike? Yeah, that's yeah, the exact exactly. same. Yeah. yeah, I don't fuck around. I don't like, I don't like people being in my bubble, man. That wasn't the only rule, though. I got a 
picture from Texas of you sitting in a sidecar that I didn't think I would ever see before. <laughs> oh, I did not see that one. you have to, like, origami yourself oh, no. in there? Jeez. Oh, no, I didn't get all the way in. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, yeah. It's like fat girl in a little sidecar. I could squeeze my ass in. Wasn't sure I could but squeeze it come out. out. No. It was one get leg in, butter. one leg get out. Get the lard. <laughs> it, it, I had to, yeah, I had to size it up and went, uh, I managed to get one leg in though, so wow. Yeah, not bad. Here's here's a picture of me. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, is that, is, um, that, is that like what sits outside like of a like a Woolworth? Ride. You put the <laughs> you put the quarter in. Yeah. Are you the <laughs> back side, yeah. for the side car racing? This is attached to a Stella. Is it one twenty five scooter? Uh, one fifty. Yeah. One fifty scooter. Um, hers is that's right. No, she's a what a one twenty five automatic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she picked me up and took me to her house, and um, she has a cool little array of little dirt bikes. That's cool, Um, man. She's got a uh, Ruckus 50. Right. Yeah. um, (laughs) Stella. So we get there, and she starts, like, going in the house just to, like, get stuff, and I immediately just hop on a little two-stroke, like, one, I think it was, like, a 100cc or 125cc little dirt bike. Like a vintage vintage, 70s. vintage Yamaha, right? Yeah, Yamaha. Like, Just I, I get it started. I'm gone. She comes out of her house and. I'm gone. The bike's gone. <laughs> I'm just down the street. Like, I'm waving at neighbors and stuff. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. And then she hopped on the ruckus and we went out to get some lunch. And dang, she rides these little bikes. She'll go like from Dallas to like Fort Worth. No shit. <laughs> yes. God damn, dude. Just riding like side access roads and mm-hmm. stuff on the side That's of the cool, freeway. That's cool, man. And I was like, all right, like, I'm just ringing this little thing out. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Then we went back, and she asked me if I wanted to ride the Stella scooter, which very few people have ridden. Um, and I'm like, okay, those sidecar, the sidecars are sketchy. If anyone has ridden anything with a sidecar, mm-hmm. it's sketchy. And this thing, I mean, I felt like I was bottoming out the suspension <laughs> <laughs> already. You know what's funny? She, she looks at me, and she goes, Oh, um, before you get in that scooter, in the sidecar, um, I I just have to check. I'm sorry, but it's got a 250-pound rate, uh, rate, weight rating. And she's looking at me like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. You're like, I'm insulted. She goes, I'm sorry. I'm just not a good judge of weight. Can, can you empty okay. your pockets? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> got an extra three pounds. I, I did have to take off my shoes and belt to get under the <laughs> So then uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the scooter out. I, I, And, of course, she went back in the house to get something, like her wallet or something. And I, I took off on the scooter going around her, her little street. Scares the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Apparently, turning left is extremely hard. Uh, the sidecar was on the right, so you're fighting the sidecar. Yeah, wow. dragging it. And then turning... Um, Turning right is really fun because you're trying to pop the sidecar up in the air yep. <laughs> with, with it unweighted. I was having mm-hmm. fun. I've been in a sidecar that's been popped up in the air, yes, and it it's really fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'm just riding around, doing circles around the street. This little scooter with a sidecar t- takes a lot of effort to turn mm-hmm. left. And what I finally figured out you have to do is you have to first load the suspension. Because what happens when you turn, the whole thing, the scooter has suspension too, and it goes whoa, over to the side. Oh, you're, you have to push right then left? Is that what you're saying? you got to load it yeah, by going you have out to, Yeah, in. you have to load it, and yeah. then you can start pushing. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Otherwise, 
all the all of your effort is just going into tilting the suspension back right. and forth. And it's not you're not counter steering, right? You're direct steering because you have T tracks. I mean, you, yeah. you put you, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, like well, a car. yep. Yeah, turning left, I'm all my weight on the right hand pushing. Yeah, you're you're steering with one left wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cannot you cannot drive this one handed. Yeah. So then I thought she was going to hop on one of the other bikes and go riding. Next thing I know, she's got her helmet on and she's hopping in the sidecar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, um, and we head off. And the other thing too, when you're in a scooter with a sidecar, any potholes or bumps or anything, you kind of jigger left and right yep. like it doesn't matter if you're tracking straight the thing is kind of traveling around the road just with bumps and stuff so you're constantly having to retract and uh i at first i was a little like ah. i pulled over to the side of the road because there was a car behind me I'm like you can pass <laughs> so much pressure it's it's i didn't want to get up to speed and have so much trouble steering did somebody give you shit for driving around in a scooter no no that's no. cool because it's actually pretty cool looking. <laughs> yeah. um, then finally, I started getting more comfortable. And I got to say, I mean, props to Sheila, because I wouldn't get in the sidecar or something <laughs> like that. And then let idiot like me, who then decided, I want to see how fast this can go. And I'm in a full tuck, <laughs> pin, you know, yep. trying to get it, there trying it to get it to 50. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look over and Sheila is also tucking down in. She's helping me. Yep. She knows the drill. <laughs> she yep. knows the drill. Just monking around back there. But yeah. yeah, kudos to Sheila. Because, yeah. you know, if you pulled up at my house on a motorcycle and sidecar... You'd spray her with a hose. <laughs> I would. And she said, get in the sidecar. I'd, I'd just squirt her with a garden hose. I'm yeah. like, no, be gone, Satan. No There's no explain. way I would ever no. get in the sidecar with you as the rider of the bike. <laughs> I would. So that was a lot of fun. And then um, I was standing in her driveway and I could see like three doors down her neighbor's garage door was open and I saw the back end of something that looked cafe racery mm -hmm. and it was royal blue and I'm like ooh mm -hmm. what's going on over there did you see sparks coming out of the garage in slow motion parklet <laughs> 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 garage and sparks coming out and I I was like what is what what's he got in there and she goes Oh, yeah, he's got a Rickman. I, that's all I have to hear. I start beelining as she's finishing saying, BSA Cafe Racer. Nice. Wow. And she's like, hold on, okay, wait for me. I'm already like at a fast clip going towards him. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And, yeah, that he had cool. an old um, yeah BSA triple mm -hmm. in a Rickman frame. Very nice. Uh, cool. Cafe Racer. And it's he's had it on the track. Um, and it. And he hasn't run in a while, and it okay. he's having trouble. Every time he rides it, it overheats by the time he gets to the stop sign on their block. That's oh, so wow. Good. Is that just too much jet air, too, too lean? much air? I'm thinking it's lean, but he yeah. says he's been doing all that. Yeah. Or that maybe there's no circulation of the oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it could be an oil circulation problem. It could be a timing problem. There's a variety yeah. of things yeah. that can go wrong. Um the wonderful bikes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, um, those three-cylinder mm -hmm. engines shoehorned in a Rickman frame, they're rare. Yeah. They're super rare. Right. And it's just kind of sitting there behind his lawnmower. And then he also yeah. had a Ducati, I want to say like a 90s, like a, a 917 maybe. Mm -hmm. 916? 917? No, no. Like 90s. It was kind of wide. Right. Oh. The uh, 90s, I, I the 90s maybe, weren't a great time for I'm Ducati. guessing maybe like a 93 two or three yeah. 
It was a nine was, something. I forget. Was it like a racer looking bike? Like a sporty? It was a fully fairing. Okay. Ra- uh, Red. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and and he hadn't ridden that in a couple years either. Oh, here's the something. We're gonna be so jelly now. All of all of his bikes were out of reg. Guess what? They don't have to pay there. Registration. Back reg. What? Oh, Back reg, dude. If you're wow. not going to ride it, you just let it lapse, and then when you want to get on the road, you go. How would that, they, wait wow. a minute. that must be nice. <laughs> I yeah, know. Right. Do yeah. they do inspections though? Too. I mean, they'll, they'll I have, don't know. Uh, they probably, probably just do don't that. give a shit. Yeah. It's like libertarian. I didn't get into it. So if how would what if you want to bring that bike to California? <gasps> no, there's a mileage thing. You can. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's got to have over seventy five hundred miles. Yeah, something like that. Or I think it has, to, or if it's over a certain age too, right? I don't mm. know. No, I I think it's I think just it's the mileage thing. Hmm. And here's the thing: he's at this age now. He had like an extra Rickman tank and everything. Mm. And he's oh, he's shit. like in his seventies, and he's like, right. yeah, I just can't see me riding it, but I keep hoping one day I'll get it going again. Yeah. And it's it at that phase where it's probably going to sit in someone's garage for twenty, thirty years before somebody mm-hmm. has to, you know. So yeah, wow. grandkids, he could give it to you. Or I don't people- know. I don't, I don't know, know. Hey, but I love uh, that he still rides. I love, yeah. that, shit I love that he still rides it to yeah. the stop sign back yeah. every now and then. <laughs> At least just, he's riding just it. Just to yeah. do it. Just right. to do it. That's cool. Um, and then um, we went downtown to the spaghetti warehouse. Wow, it's not a factory, but a warehouse. Yes, right. Is that where they store the spaghetti and not yep. produce it, or what? Exactly. Yeah, we went. We went. We went down. Massive amounts of spaghetti right next door to, to the factory. Yeah, it's we huge. went. We went downtown Dallas, and we went past the Grassy Knoll. Oh, oh wow. yeah, the oh, Grassy yeah. Knoll. The yeah. Grassy Knoll. Wow. By the by the book repository, right? Yeah, yeah. suppository, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that <laughs> and, uh, book repository. <laughs> <laughs> Paper cuts. We went there and to meet Chad and Jenny and Kevin, who came to meet us for dinner. And my promise was, come on out and we'll talk motorcycles and eat pasta. And that's exactly what happened. Nice. <laughs> and Good. it was really cool. And Chad and Jenny, they even drove like an hour and a half to come up. No shit. So uh, how many of you? Just you, uh, she, me, uh, Sheila, Chad, Jenny, and Kevin. Right. And, um, cool. Yeah, and so they were all really cool, even though Chad and Jenny ride Harleys, and I gave them shit for it, but, <laughs> but they're the Harley riders who wear full gear. Okay, cool. Okay. So they're they're cool. Um, and then Dave was going to come, so I want to say hi to Dave. Uh, shortly before dinner, he sent me a text that said, hey, really sorry, I can't make it. My mom just crashed her Vespa and, oh, no. and broke her, I think, her clavicle. Ooh. Ooh. And I said, sorry to hear that. Hope hope she's okay. And he said, she will be bruised ego. I said, no, I meant the Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Classic asshole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we had a great time talking about all sorts of bikes and their riding styles and this and that. Um, and talking about like lane splitting in Dallas and Texas, which you can't do. Do people get mm-hmm. mad pissed off when you need it? Like, well, like unreasonably so or they something? Got, they, they got uh, car- a, lot, a lot of people carry there, so yeah. <laughs> take your life in your hands. Yep. Yeah, there were some people uh, telling stories of like people who had lane split and then vigilante car drivers chased right. them down and ran them off the road yep. kind of stuff. That. And having having driven in Houston traffic before, I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, lane splitting there uh, amounts to hooliganism and uh, people feel like yep. you need to be That's terrible. stopped or taught a lesson. You need to learn. People them. do that here. I can't imagine in a state like just 30 minutes ago, we had a Jeep freak out on us. 
And um, really, yeah. Uh, what happened? Uh, we were just trying to get back, and um, cat was in my wake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, cat was involved. Okay, you know, no need to yeah. explain. I wasn't there. I was yeah. leading. I was leading a small pack. Well, just me and cat. Just yeah. Back to the garage, and we we're just going over a dash line, passing the uh, passing cars, cars to get up to the stoplight. Passing cars right a, and left. Yeah. <laughs> Going way too fast. Passing cars left and right. Yeah. No. And I don't know. I didn't see it, but. Um, yeah, the, the well, guy, well, I don't even know what happened. We went and the the dotted line stopped, so we cut back into traffic <clears> and we're waiting. And I'm sitting there fanning my bike because it's burning my leg, and <laughs> I'm, we're trying to get through, so our bikes don't overheat. And this jeep behind us is just outrageously mad. And then when the light turns green, he like zooms past us with his middle finger out the window, like shaking it at us, like we were being bad, but with his middle finger. And I'm like, well, that's, pretty actually, that's actually pretty good, though. <laughs> I might use that. <laughs> but he was like, really like, he could. He was like staring at me, and I'm like, eh, don't look at me. Like, what are you? <laughs> go away. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that in a state where people have a have guns and b are slightly less in tune with you know motorcycles needing that. Yeah, so I had a great time, and I wanted to thank everyone for coming out, especially for Sheila for letting me. Wait, ride did her you box. have spaghetti? What did you have? I did. Was it was it really oh, good. Just spaghetti. I did. It was I mean, good. It's a spaghetti warehouse. It has to be. It was good. fun. It was a. Uh, it's large, and they even had a trolley car in the middle of the dining room. That oh. was another dining room. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Will the next one be the spaghetti shipyard? <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti docks. docks. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spaghetti docks. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was a big place, so we could sit there and just kind of have drinks and talk. And that's cool, man. It's nice to be able to just go anywhere and have your people come out and just talk bikes. People just like to talk You're bikes. Such yeah. a celebrity. Like yeah. You're such a celebrity. No, I'm not a celebrity. Uh, shut it's up. just our people are everywhere. People <laughs> like us who like to talk bikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really cool. And, and and Chad and Jenny even have kids, but they both ride, and she's got herself a Harley, too. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So that was really cool. Um, I wanted to get to our first topic tonight. This is something that happened a little while ago, but we haven't had a chance to get to it. And I think it's good to talk about, um, because just today, um, I approached our friend Jim Eckerman, because I want to do a ride that's coming up soon. Um, called the Sheet Iron 300, 300 miles. Oh, We've talked yeah. about this before. It's an off-road rally. It's an enduro rally. A rally, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And my choices are either to try and make my DRZ 400, which is not street legal, to pat, uh, to either get a street legal or to pass for street legal, putting lights on, that's a pain in the ass, or to put dirt tires onto my Versus, which... I could do. I mean, I'm going to spend some money to get some extra tires. I won't really use much. But some people have said that bike's too heavy for that. So I found myself thinking, is there anyone who would loan me a bike? And I said, Jim Eckerman, would you loan me a bike for the sheet iron? And he has a a plated DRZ 400 that he bought that's sitting uh, non-opt with no battery in it. I Uh, I could use my battery and... Yeah, okay. Well, it hasn't run for a little bit, or you wouldn't have to do much to it, though, right? I bet. Right. Like, I don't think I have to do much to it. I don't think yeah. you have to do anything. And I thought that was yeah. really cool that he would loan it to me. I I hope that I, A, have you know a reputation here, trust, and B, um, I don't like to crash. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, I really try not to crash, and uh, I'm, I'm not going out there gangbusters. When I'm on someone else's bike, I'm very aware of it, and I dial it down even more so. But I thought that was really nice he would loan it to me. But there's certain uh, intricacies 
involved mm-hmm. with borrowing a bike or loaning a bike. Mm. And um, I think we all have stories and maybe opinions on if you do or don't. But I wanted to start with Micah, who, as most people may be aware, has only been riding how long, Micah? Uh, it'll be six months on the 30th. And how long have you had your bike? Uh, six months now. The goose. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Talk to me, goose. <laughs> this is your treasured only motorcycle. Yes, he's my baby. Did you loan it to somebody? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Oh. Is this, oh okay, here we go. Oh, no. So How, How'd um, that work out for you? Not very well. <laughs> um, so right before the naked ride in January... Um, there was, okay, well, so there's a family friend of mine who knew me through my mom, um, and I talked to him at a Christmas party about motorcycles, and he was telling me, oh, I really want to take the, um, motorcycle, like, license, whatever, test, but I don't have a bike to do it on. And you took the six months ago, and you can't remember what it's called anymore? Uh, the things well, behind you are of no consequence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's yeah. fine. Fair enough. Um, and so he he told me that he'd been riding dirt bikes all of his life, that he had experience on the street, but he just didn't have his license at the moment. Oh, and, boy. Sure. It's um, like huh? saying I used to ride dirt bikes. Like, that's yeah. The, the, whenever anybody says that, I'm like, take a step back from my bike. <laughs> and he uh, he seemed totally trustworthy and has always been thought of within the Con, uh, within the group that I knew him through. And so um, I decided to lend him my bike at, for this test and let him borrow it once uh, to try it out and get used to it. And then the second time, I let him try it out and take the test. And so he came back and told me, oh, hey, by the way, I got a ticket on it. So I was like, okay, that sucks. And so he paid it off and was totally apologetic. And so I rode it for about five minutes and something felt a little off. And so I got off of it and my foot peg was bent. There was scratches down my left side fairing. My left um, or my clutch handle had scratches on the end of it. And my left mirror had a little bit of a scratch. Mm. So I texted him and I was like, dude, you fucking dropped my bike. What the (laughs) hell? Yeah. which is totally uncool that he didn't tell me about it. It's like, how she won't notice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can understand being embarrassed that you got a ticket on it and then you dropped it, but man, that's not cool. I hate to be the cynic, Micah. He, He fessed up to the ticket because there's no way he can get out of that. It's a ticket. But he just thought you weren't going to notice the damage. Mm -hmm. And so his excuse for that was telling me, oh, I was practicing doing circles uh, for the test and I braked a little too hard in the front and I thought that I caught it before it hit the ground, (laughs) which is bullshit. It obviously went all the way down. (laughs) I thought I caught it before it went all the way down. I've never been in this weird nebulous space where like, I don't remember if I hit the ground. (laughs) Even better. So um, I asked him to, I was going to paint my I'm planning on painting my bike anyway, so I asked him to buy me a new set of fairings and um, buy me a new set of levers mm-hmm. just to be done with it. And that mm-hmm. would we would call it even because there was like the frame was bent, but we could do all that kind of stuff. Wait, here. the frame? No, 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 no the just the, uh, the frame foot peg. was not bent. Okay. The 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 foot, foot peg. peg. The, the foot peg has a little sheet 
thing it sits the, on. Is oh, mount. right, the, the, uh, mount. the, the mount. The mount, yes. yeah. Well, no, no the it was rear, the frame. The frame was bent, Charlie, oh, because really? the, uh, the, the, the plate that the footrest bolts on... Oh, is it welded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. ...bolts the onto the frame. Yeah. And where the bolts go through... It had mm. kind of bent out a bit, and we straightened it out, didn't we? Oh yeah, and it's yeah, all yeah. good now. But um, yeah. I wasn't going to worry about that. I knew we could all f- we could fix everything here. And so then he complained, or he told me, "Oh yeah, just pick everything out and send me links, and I'll buy that all for you." And then he complained to me a couple hours later about one hundred and eighty dollars. Oh my God, why are you making me spend so much money? This bike's so expensive, man. <laughs> okay, why am I making you spend so much money? You're the person who dropped it. And uh, didn't disclose you you want to do all the work for me too? Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Wait, just hold on a second but like a bent frame that's if you actually would have claimed that on insurance that would have been a total a total yeah. they would have totaled yeah. your bike and i've seen it happen before like a little ding on a frame like a little nick it, mm-hmm. you're, you're, did, did you just pound it back in basically yeah uh we took a well it, it yeah. with the the where the holes went into the frame it's a threaded hole right so we got a longer allen bolt and the key was we used an allen bolt because it's hard yeah oh, hard and one, we screwed yeah. it in bolted it down tight and then just used it as a lever and gently pulled it back. Cool. Um, because the footrest was rubbing against the swing arm. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Wow. Oh, but yeah, it would have it totaled out. Yeah. You know, this week in the shop, um, I totaled a booster. It came in, the guy dropped it, and, you know, I'm doing the estimate on it. Yeah. And you saw I a look nick at on the, the frame or something, or what? Sorry. The, the gas tank yeah. had the tiniest, tiniest chip in it, and I have to put it down because mm-hmm. it's damaged. Mm-hmm. And the gas tank on a booster is seventeen hundred bucks. Oh, wow. no shit! And it wow. totaled it. Why is it so expensive? Yeah, yeah. it just is. Yeah. Did you, you find it, did you find out what the buyback is? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the guy's probably going to buy it back, but yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, well, it, it, I've seen it time and time mm-hmm. again. You know, you yeah. get these these bikes come in. Um, same thing. About six months ago, the ZX14 come in, mm-hmm. and the guy dropped it down one side. It's just superficial stuff. I mean, the thing mm-hmm. rode great, sure. but it totaled. Yeah. Because yeah. by the time you do the gas tank, the exhaust can, all the fairing sides, footrest, da, 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 you total it up, you got seven or 8,000. Yeah, and that's just like the cost of parts, not labor. Yeah? Well, or, yeah, and you throw in the like, labor, and yeah, yeah okay. you know, it's, it, it doesn't take much. And the insurance companies, they're more obligated now to total the bike. Yeah. Because, of course, once a bike's been down... Then there's the whole uh, liability. liability thing. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're digressing. So, yeah, yeah, strictly speaking, your bike could have been totaled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but Goose is my baby, and I wasn't about to do anything yeah. like that. So, like, no, no so more lending out of your bike to just randos? <laughs> no. General randos? Definitely not. Like, John asked me recently, he was like, oh, can I take your bike on a ride? And I was like, only if you promise to pay for every single thing if you drop it. <laughs> Nothing happens to my bike. Be very, very, very careful. Yeah. And that's someone who I do really trust, so. Mm-hmm. Still the same time did he so he did pay for all the parts though correct he did that's well, good. all good. the parts you asked him to pay for. all the parts i asked him to pay for yeah so yeah. i let go because the mirror had like a tiny little scratch on it that <clears> i just rubbed off my uh new handles were pretty cheap and i can just like wipe off my old fin or my old fairing a little bit and it looks fine it's already a little bit beat up so okay wasn't too bad and what I got an new asshole. fairings out of it anyways, it, so. Yeah, it, you felt kind of violated, though, didn't you? Oh, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. It sucks. So has anyone else loaned a bike to somebody and had it oh, yeah. not turn out so good? Oh, what happened to you, yeah. Ben? Um, well, back in the day, I had uh, my, would lend my Vespa P200 out to a friend of mine who wanted to learn how to ride it. <laughs> 
Let that sink this in for a minute. We're <laughs> establishing this is this, the, was, this was right when I first started writing, so I didn't yeah. have this kind of sense yet. So, and I figured, you know, hey, you know, he's a friend of mine. He's a good guy. I'll teach him how to ride, and he knows how to drive a stick on a car. So I figured it's just, you know, just just translating that into a bike, right? Mm-hmm. He could not figure out how to get the hang of the clutch, mm. like using it with your hand. He just he would he kept stalling the bike and stalling the bike, and he got so frustrated. I was like, look, just just give it a little bit more gas. Just let the clutch out real easy and you'll feel it start to grab and just let it a little bit more give it a little bit of gas and just just kind of ease it out but he was getting so frustrated that he just went revved up the gas dumped the clutch (laughs) and wheelied the bike out of my driveway across the street hit the curb on the other side him and the bike flew up in the air and the bike came down and landed on his leg on like the 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 metal floorboard landed right on his calf did not break it thankfully but he had a bruise that lasted for like a year oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you're like every time you shower you're gonna think of me exactly and he gave me shit for that i'm like hey dude you're the one who wasn't listening to me yeah (laughs) but why uh, would he give me shit for it that's crazy yeah well he believed me he was just angry but yeah but the thing that luckily the bike wasn't damaged that bad the floorboard was bent a little bit where it landed on his leg but but (laughs) thankfully because he he went up the curb and then flew up in the air he landed on the grass on the neighbor's yard across the street so the bike was thankfully not not that damaged but i it was a very important lesson for me to learn and i paid very close attention after that yeah yeah. (laughs) doug do you have a story uh no not really <laughs> I don't know when I said is anyone you kind of went oh. yeah I don't know it's it's, it's yeah, I don't know it's kind of complicated I loaned a dirt bike out uh, to a friend oh. and it came back with a broken carburetor now it's <laughs> probably something that was gonna happen regardless of who is dri- who's riding uh-huh. it but the fact that the person had no idea the bike was messed up and then when I told them the bike came back messed up there was no offer of of like, hey, I was riding it. Maybe I'll go halves with you or something, you know. And uh, so that's. I mean, it, it's it, it's my bike. It's my responsibility. Um, you have to know when you're loaning out a bike that this could be the last time you'll ever see it. And mm-hmm. you, yeah. it's it's loaner beware. Yeah. So what what exactly is the code? Like, so here I'll well, I'll jump in the, on what Doug yeah, was saying. The code is the code is different for every person. Like, yeah. someone, yeah. yeah. Also, like, like it's up Doug, to the person loaning the bike. Doug was talking. I borrowed his TTR 125 a while back when I was taking the kids dirt biking or whatever, and we went going. Oh, remember, that Eliza? Me. That was Nutshot Junction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, not me. No, that was the nut when Seamus oh, went Nutshot yeah. Junction at Poor Hollister, Seamus. dude. It, he was down and out. And uh, <laughs> I'm all, dude, he's not, he's like paralyzed. I'm like, are you okay? He goes, I got it right in the nuts. Anyway, um, but I brought it back and I said, hey, Doug, just so you know, he took a pretty pretty good header on this thing. Check it out. And Doug noticed that the shifter was um, was a little bent. And he's like, hey, the shifter's a little bent. I'm like, that's cool. So next weekend, I ordered one, came back around. I don't know if we put it on or we stuck it in the No, it's still thing, sitting in the bottom of my gear bag. <laughs> but that, that I, I told you, you didn't need to replace it. But that but seems to Jim was up, nice enough to to uh, uh, replace it out of you know just because well. he's a nice guy. And now I got a spare, so when right. I break it, I'll so we're I think, in the well, bottom yeah. of my gear bag. But that's kind of like right. That's if that's if basically you what I said was you break it, replace it, it or yeah. fix it. You know, it's yeah. Emma, you have a long history. Have you ever borrowed somebody's bike and damaged it? No. I'm 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 thrilled to say I haven't. And I'm kind of I'm I'm the worst example. Uh, 
of somebody who I would never loan one of my bikes out because the you know yourself the the kind of bikes I build I mean it takes me 18 months to build a bike and there's so much of me in it right the thought of it being damaged by somebody else means a lot of the stuff I bolt on my bikes is just it's it's one off stuff and I could never duplicate it. I can't wait to ride your Goldwing. I will set the garden hose on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the spray bottle. <laughs> but um no. You know, like today Clay showed up on that beautiful Apria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Clay, can I have a go on your Apria? And he says, Yeah, sure. And I you know, I took it out and I gave it the beans. Oh my god, that bike's quick. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh yeah. Um so, uh, I've always been very lucky, but you know, there is an unwritten code. Is is, Let's say I was riding Clay's Apria, and the worst thing happened and I dropped in. There'd be no question I'd pay for the damage. But even in that grey area, so this bike's got 28,000 miles on it. Really? Is, wow. yeah. yeah. That's great. Or, yeah, I think it was 28. Yeah. It's 20-something. But a, that's, that's... It's a Falco, yeah? That's really it, a Falco? Yeah, it's a yeah. Falco. Um you know, that's quite a long way for a thoroughbred sport bike. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I'd have taken it out, given it the beans, and something would have broken, even with that high mileage on it, it's like, look, it broke in my care. You make the offer to repair it. You know, there's no question of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's an Italian bike, too, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> well you know it's it's like you get on an italian bike it's adventure time yeah. it really is you know it's exactly. like be, be prepared for the consequences of that but, but, yeah. too. but at the same time be prepared when you loan your bike out for the guy for the person to come back and be a big dick and be like uh, right. i don't have any money yeah. yeah right so loaner beware that's what i've learned it's like Last time someone asked me, and I, it was half in jest because some the people you like, you'll let it ride, but other people sure. you like, I don't know. Do you have twenty five hundred bucks in your checking account? <laughs> yeah. but seriously, yeah. it's like I, I need this is like my my daily commute. I need this shit. Yeah, Kat, you got a story? Uh, I don't have a story, but I have a applicable opinion. I, know, Applica- rule, application. Right? I know you have um, a rule that you don't. Uh, I, I okay, so I have a, I have two things. Um, a I code. learned very early on. Um, my mama taught me. <laughs> mama uh, said. You don't ever loan out anything that you want back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that you can't That's live good without. Advice. Yep. Yep. And um, that was something that I learned because I loaned out my <laughs> Winnie the Pooh cup and it got broken and I had a meltdown. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so that was like Wait, my. You were like 22 when this uh, happened, okay, right? Yeah, it was like last month. But, you know, <laughs> Sentimental value, damn yeah. it. Um, but I, I have a rule that is actually not very common in the motorcycle community. Um, mm-hmm. I don't ride other people's bikes mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point where I actually don't ride a bike before I buy it either because and it drives me it fucking drives bonkers. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I can't bring myself to do it. it. I was raised where you don't touch other people's shit. If you touch other people's shit, you get in trouble for it. Yeah. And especially if you can't pay for it. I can't drop five grand to pay for somebody's bike. So why would I risk riding it when I know I can't pay for it? So I don't ride other people's bikes, and it drives it drives Doug up the fucking wall. <laughs> That's fine, but as it. long as you're not looking at buying a bike that yeah. you were gonna ride. Yeah. So all the time. It took it. It'll t- 
take a lot of coaxing to get me to ride somebody's bike and i i ride it like i'm tiptoeing it yeah <laughs> and i i won't do anything and i'll just kind of like be uncomfortable the entire time and i found that the, that's really uncommon in the motorcycle community oh, God, everybody's like oh can i ride your bike can i ride your bike and i'm like mm -hmm. can i just stay on mine like i i know mine i know like uh, i'm okay with I, that i totally get it and like it's not that i don't want to experience other bikes which i definitely do and it's not that i don't have that guttural reaction of like oh i want to touch it and, and play with it and go ride it but i also if i ever wrecked somebody else's bike or dropped it or anything i know that i would be handing cash over i wouldn't have the question of do you want me to pay for this it would just be me paying for it because i would feel so fucking bad <laughs> and i also know that if i loaned my bike out and somebody didn't do that for me i'd be like you're done i'm over you the thing that surprises me is at least when i do ride i, I i'm not afraid to ride or drive anything but i am definitely very aware when i'm on someone else's bike and i do it with respect mm -hmm. and i'm careful i'm always shocked that there are people who will will rail a, a bike yeah that isn't theirs like go balls out and, and and i'll admit i mean there was a time where a lot of us were borrowing and loaning dirt bikes all of us here a lot of us here in the room have done that at some point yep. And when we first started doing that, it was just kind of a, uh, yeah, just, oh, so-and-so has a bike, I just grab a bike. Um, yeah, dirt bike's one thing. Dirt bikes well, I know, dirt bikes are yeah, different, I but whenever I borrowed someone else's, even a dirt bike, I was ginger with it. But then, you know, uh, you know, you throw Charlie or Mike or someone on, on one of my dirt bikes, and I'm kind of, like, shocked sometimes when they're just like... Like, Charlie was basically hydroplaning across a mud bog. That was the only way to get through it, okay? <laughs> you know, Otherwise, you'd sink yeah, and but, stop and not but get Char going. But Charlie did keep it vertical. You were hauling ass, yeah, but yeah, you were no. straight up and down. Yeah, yeah. You, do, you didn't crash it. And you kind of get points if you do that, That's if awesome. you don't crash it. But I'm always uh, surprised, like, when dirt biking, should you dial it back? When you're borrowing someone else's uh. bike? Or do you go for it? I think if, it's, it's kind of... it's. In our group, anyway, if you're borrowing someone's bike, you're expected to go out and have a blast on it. Well, and no, I think... The, the, well, I think hold on. Well, in our group, we borrow each other's bikes all the time. And we don't... Tear it up. If I'm if someone's borrowing my bike, uh, a dirt bike, anyway, I, I want them to go out and freaking rail it. Because I know that if they do crash it, it's going to be fine or easily repairable. So very different from a street bike. I think yeah. there's got to yeah. be mutual consent and full disclosures. Like, sure. hey, I want to borrow your bike. I'm going to rail the shit out of it. Are you cool with that? And if you're cool with it, cool. It's already cool. Yeah. It's already on. Like but that's the thing. It's not yeah, an unsaid thing. you got to bring that point up. Like, that's let's a good make point. these points yeah. happen. That's well, a good point. I mean? like, here's, here's, a, here's a point, though. If, if you guys are doing this regularly, then it's understood that right. within that's the group, it's like right. But if it's somebody else, into that. If you're if you're lending it to somebody else who isn't part of that group, then you have to exactly. say up front yeah. and explain it. But you know, by, as by, long as you, as uh, long as you um, will pay for it is the biggest thing for right. me. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. like having to ask him to, for my experience, having to like actually ask like, hey, are you going to pay for this? Like sucks because he yeah. didn't offer for anything. Because yeah. yeah, dirt biking you're going to crash. Awkward. Like I was mm -hmm. I was right. out with um, Bridget a while back. We were dirt biking. She was on one of the tracks at Hollister and she ate shit really good. It was a good mm -hmm. wipeout. And she gets up, she shakes it off, and one of the foot pegs was all jacked up. And um, she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, "It's dirt biking. You know, it's going to happen." Then we yeah, just kicked yeah. it a few times. It's and it expected back down. that it was just people are going to go down. It's yeah. also different because <laughs> when you go down on dirt, 
the bike kind of goes into the dirt when you go down on street it it just grinds it down. The, it's the, like, the street like really yeah. heavy grit yeah. sandpaper. Well, like, like, <laughs> fuck yeah. shit up, man. And dirt, it's a lot more forgiving. Dirt on bikes the bike. are built to crash. And it's yeah, it's it's a it's a lot cheaper to replace. They're built to crash, so they break less. And you're also dealing with less shame because when you go <laughs> out, you're totally. expected to crash right. on street. If you crash, it's like. You're blushing in your helmet. You're trying to pick the bike up. You're fumbling around. You're like, oh fuck! Everybody's looking at me. It's terrible. Unless you're unless you're Mike, and when you crash in the dirt, you're like, that, that happens to yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's like mostly even, dirt and streets, just different. Different rules yeah. apply. When you're in the street, you feel like everyone's standing around going, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't join the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, I would feel so uncomfortable if I uh, dropped someone's dirt bike or like hurt it even slightly and then didn't at least offer to pay for oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. 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 Or, you or, just gotta offer. offer. They or, can say no and that's totally fine. Or, but or even admit to it. Yeah, just yeah. admit to it and bring that up in conversation because it's not your bike. You don't get to make right. those decisions. Exactly. And I, I, I think the worst thing about your story, Micah, is not that this guy crashed your bike. I mean, that's bad enough. Sure. But he didn't fess up to it. Yeah, no. that's, really that's like, and and then he lied about it. Yeah. yeah, the fuck. And yeah. he still, lied by omission. Yeah, he yeah. still kept it up with the oh, I didn't realize I dropped it. And it's like, dude, it would be totally fine if you dropped it and then paid for it. Like that's, I, I understand it happens sometimes. Yeah. But just like, oh, I didn't realize I dropped it. Also, I got a ticket on it. By the way, like, that Who sucks. Who cares about a ticket? That's your problem. Yeah. Who's this guy? Bring him around. I think that one of the main problems with people not in saturated by the community is that people view motorcycles as a pastime or a hobby or mm-hmm. something that's not not no. important it's not like it's like a tennis racket yeah it is that's <laughs> exactly that's exactly how I get people, it. yeah and so if somebody borrows your car it's how you get to work it's how you get to it's it's your lifeline to the outside world yep. from your little bubble and if somebody borrows that, I feel like they take it a lot more seriously. They they fill they return it with a full tank of gas. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I got you, buddy, no problem. Or if they get in an accident, you're the first person they call. But with motorcycles, they're like, ah, it'll be fine. It's just a motorcycle. I love that he said tennis racket. I'm like, what is he? Oh, because yeah. I was thinking whip. I mean, of <laughs> 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 course you were. I'm surprised I wasn't thinking that, but uh, that's not where I was going with that. I d- but, it was uh, a really, a really astute analogy, Bagel. Then, I liked it. Well, and, and I personally have um, uh, obviously different levels of who along to and for what. Hey, remember when I crashed your dirt bike in Hollister? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's the entertainment factor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's quite okay, because I got a good laugh. I didn't offer to fix it. Hey, Knock, try and go up that hill. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, That's that's uh, that was like 20 minutes after the initial. Oh, I, I accept some of the responsibility when I bait them. <laughs> was, yeah. that, yeah. was that the uh, big hill? No, it was no, the Rocky Wood. Yeah. Knock, you can borrow my shit anytime. Yeah, but I felt like everything broke inside of me. For instance, um, <laughs> that was your ego, bro. <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah, that certainly did happen. Smashing on the rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I trust uh, Doug at that. He understands the code. He would take care of something. And if he, want, he you know, needs to borrow a bike, or Emma, mm-hmm. both, I've loaned him. But I do have a limit in that 
I think I forget if you asked like when they were going to might have been Mike when they were going up to Portland or might have been you did somebody said can I borrow your bike to go up to Portland with them and it's like no <laughs> and it's not that i don't trust you but it's maybe like maybe i did i don't know i can't remember. but that's a lot of wear and tear on yeah. the bike oh, that i don't want to let somebody else do you should have asked like are you going to do the next valve inspection for it, well no I th- and i think i said sure if you put new tires on it yeah now yeah, you're looking at reasonable. like that's 200 yeah. something bucks it's like oh i don't know you rent a car and also that's a long yeah. way for your bike to be out of your hands too uh-huh. yeah so yeah. i mean i do have like there's definitely levels but i think the lesson here is if it's somebody who's doesn't have experience riding don't do it yeah don't do it that said um Gary was pulled up on his Goldwing, and Andy was over drooling on it today. Yeah, and <laughs> Andy looked good on that thing. And was Gary pimping. was like, you know, well, um, I guess. I mean, do you want to try it? And he was a little like hesitant. And I just walked over to Gary and I said, he had an R eleven hundred RT. He's ridden big touring bikes. And Gary's, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead, you're good. Right, cool. Kind of assessing what somebody's skill level. Or responsibility with a bike. Yeah, that's yeah. super Isn't important, though. Kinda, you know, it's well, like especially yeah. if you watch what he Andy rides up on. Right. I ran into that with my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got my Ninja 250, and he was like, "Oh, can I can I take it for a lap?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, of course you can." Because he used to race like 125s in Okinawa, and I pull up on my XR 650R, and he's like, "Oh, can I take it for a lap?" Mm-mm, nope. No. <laughs> You're no. not ready for I'm this sorry, shit, Dad. Dad. No. I'm like, no, you can take my Ninja 250. Well, you're like, you, yeah, you snatch the pebble out of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do that, I'll let you ride this bike. And, and that's, oh, yeah, and that's no. a great point because the, the I think it also depends on the bike, too. Because, Liza, for example, you'll let anybody ride the Elite. You don't give a shit about <laughs> yeah. that bike. But, yeah. but, you know, one of your other bikes, that's a different story. Yeah. Super Duke, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Not Li- so much. Liza has put me on a lot of expensive bikes when I didn't have much experience. <laughs> Your big old bagger and the SR500 when I was like three months into riding. And then you almost, I, I watched almost, you almost, almost die. die. <laughs> that's worth um, it. But that's the other thing too, is I want people to be able to experience different bikes. Yeah. And so the other thing, like usually if I'm with them, I'm more likely to let somebody ride so i can monitor them but the other good rule to establish because we do that all the time here you want people to be able to experience different bikes and something i learned is establish how far they're going yep because what do you mean like how far well when we usually say hey can i try your bike we've kind of established this little kind of lap around the neighborhood to try oh dude this reminds me of the triple there's like somebody once said like hey can i try your bike sure and like 20 minutes later, they're not here. And I'm thinking, <laughs> fuck, uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I go straight to dead in a ditch. Yeah. yeah. Liza, do you, do you remember when you first lent me one of your bikes? Uh, which which one was it? When I first came to the garage. I think it was the SR500. It was, oh, yeah. It was the one that was really hard to start. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I stalled it out at the parking lot down the end of the street. Oh, yes. yes. Right. And I, I think I came looking for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sent knockout for me. He's got yeah. the decomp no, left. I went down that. with somebody else. Oh, was it you? It was oh, okay. me and somebody else. You first establish you the route. Right. So yeah. that if they don't return in that much time, you can go find them. Exactly. Because um, when people have disappeared and then you're like, um... Where'd you go? Like, oh, you know, Davenport. I just said, yeah, I t- took it up one. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm sitting here going, 
Um, all right. I, I, this happened one time. I was like dividing people into groups and search parties. Oh, shit. You go this direction, you go that direction. So my advice is it, it's nice to be able to let people experience different things if you want to be able to do that. Yeah. And you've established that they're responsible and understand the response, you know, the responsibility of taking someone else's bike. And they possibly have the means. Yeah. To, if not give you cash, to give you something in exchange. So, so what would be like the, the top that, three? That Sorry. establish the route or the amount of time that they're going to be gone. Okay. Which is the same thing you should do if somebody's coming to test ride a bike that you're selling. Right. Same thing. Establish so, the route and the amount of time they'll be gone. So so what's the top three factors then? One, uh, assess the person's skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, two, their, their ability to... Uh, pay for the damages or be liable or th- in three the distance that they're riding is or, or establish what's the length of the use of the of the vehicle or what? yeah it just I saves mean, you from a lot of oh yes exactly yeah. i i think if you want to be able to let people try things mm-hmm. exchange phone numbers that's oh, helpful yeah. well which is wonderful <laughs> yeah. if you're selling a bite and you're meeting someone for the first time you know yeah. you kind of got to sh- you know Shake them down real quick. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I guess cash by the hand. by the fact that he's willing to buy a bike, cash and in hand, cash yeah. in hand. Well, that of course, yeah. Yeah, I'm just talking more about like peace of mind, but yeah, definitely the code. If you're going to borrow someone's bike, I suggest that you first establish that you have the means to, if not, pay for the repairs. Yeah. To you're willing to sell something of yours. Right. Why did Knock tell me I had to give to him a hand that. job too? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that, so that is something to barter. There's a sucker porn every minute. <laughs> so, okay, part of it is like the gist I get out of this is you're also culpable for this action as well, right? Like, you gotta, you yeah. yourself have to know some shit before you let your, your, your equipment out of the stable. Yeah, yeah. I I would say it's also like extending from bikes. It's also to gear. Micah and I kind of had like oh, yeah. a weird. <clears throat> we lent our gear out today to uh, a rider who was riding on the back of a bike, and yeah. the route ended up they split off from the group that they were supposed to be with, and our gear ended up being gone for like what three three hours, Something almost like four. Jeez. And okay. I lent out like. All my gear. I, I lent her my very expensive jacket <laughs> and my my pants. Well, this happened quite everything. recently, didn't it? Yeah, it happened today. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, "How am I going to get home? Right. Where is my gear? Yeah. Did this girl just go away? Is it coming back? I see ya. Why am I this <laughs> stupid to like? And I had just met her too, and I was like, "Was oh. she cute? Is that yeah, the answer? Yeah, she was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's yeah. all. You're pretty girls and all. It extends. It extends to everything. We're. I mean, she was riding with somebody that I trust, and they ended up. What happened is the bike broke down, and they needed to Uh, go get gas and blah 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 blah. And then they took the long way home because they ended up not being able to go on the ride. That was Uh, the same bike that went down today. Yeah. 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 So it's. It was totally fine, (laughs) but in that scenario, like if you're wearing like seven hundred dollars worth of somebody's money. Give them a call. Let them know that your bike broke down, or yeah. it, it extends to everything. If if you are well, on somebody's bike, or if you are like sitting by the side of the road wearing a lot of their money, like just give them a, a quick text. Or a I did get totally I did get a text saying that he was out of gas, so we did know that part. Oh, okay. But that okay. was like but that was hours two later. hours after or before they yeah. actually ended. I, up I, I, I yeah, sound like so. an ageist asshole, but it sounds like a young person thing. 
<laughs> no, no, no. These damn kids. Damn, fucking get off my load. <laughs> you know, Nock, no, I gotta agree with you. Yeah, right? okay. I'm not, okay, I'm not totally. fucking crazy then. When it, okay. when it comes to, like, in between me and getting home, that's when I start getting nervous. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, again, established length of time. Exactly. Route. It's, it's, it's all a learning, to know. It's a learning experience. It's a learning too. curve. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, hey. Big announcement. Hey. Oh, Kat, it's a boy. You, can you describe what Emma is wearing? Um, pearls. I mean, it's got, it's got stains on it. Yeah, it does, it does already have stains on it. There's some, che- some chicharroni uh, crumbs. She's got, she's got some really nice pearls on. No, she's got a white shirt that says motosexual. It on says it. sex. And um, it's got a picture of the one and only Miss Emma in bed with her bike. Is that Miss March? Uh, yes, she's, it is. Um, she's quite British in this picture. I don't her name is Pearl, I believe, is it not? Um, this shirt is amazing. Oh, the it's bike. Like, no, that's Phoebe. Okay, Phoebe. It's quite right. motosexual. That's Phoebe. She is so proud of that shirt. I mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all today, so I arrived very early. And um, I didn't arrive very early. I arrived about one o'clock. And Liza gave me some nonsense about working on a scooter. And she said, there is something in the top box I need you to look at. <laughs> so I look in the top box. Oh, it's a shirt. Nice. So I immediately wanted to put it on right there. And you wouldn't let me. I had to yell me. at her because she started to strip naked. Kat, you were a bad influence. <laughs> she started to strip in the parking lot. Yeah. What's wrong with that's that? A, like, that's a gym thing. That's decency. It's legal like in Santa Cruz. I was half naked earlier so, today. Have some decency. Well, I, I sent her in the garage <laughs> where I found hey, her Five minutes later, still topless, having a conversation uh, with Jim. Hey, man, it ain't, <laughs> no it ain't a garage Sounds Sunday right. if there ain't no titties but out. Who, yeah. <laughs> and then for, who, who was it who walked in? Gary walked Gary. in the garage to get a tool, and he comes in and he goes, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's my favorite. Like, towards that's the wall. okay, Gary. I don't mind. Like, it's so great when, when that happens because on, on almost every Sunday, odds are, Either I or someone in my general vicinity will be like barely close. Yeah. You hear that? Guaranteed side boob. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least a if, side boob. If funny not you come on now. However, yeah. I appreciate that people are comfortable in the garage. Maybe a little yeah. uncomfortable. Well, the funny part is, I'm is is you're changing your shirt, and then Gary has his little moment, and um, and I'm He's having a connection. I'm, I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of a carburetor, and Emma's like mad at me because I'm not paying attention. You can look at my breasts anytime. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of this carburetor. <laughs> I was but hoping, I told her, I I was hoping you'd motorboat them. I, well, that's what I, I was, okay. I was this just. This is when I came in and we put were motorboating. Like, so, Emma, can you describe my t shirt? So, well, just to finish with mine, yes. so for the remainder of the day, I demanded that people admire my shirt before they'd even talk. <laughs> so they're fabulous. So Liza is also wearing a white t shirt. Yes. And it also, it also has, has a design seeds. on the front. That's a little generous, huh, Jim? Typography. If you squint, yeah. the tip's coming just at the top. Well, <laughs> so I'm not looking. I'm not looking. So the design on Liza's shirt, um, there is a picture. The caption reads, California style, live free, ride naked. <laughs> and the picture is of a beautiful green field <laughs> with a DR350. There's a dick in it. (laughs) (laughs) With a large flagpole on the back, flying the California Republic flag, which is a bear. Yeah. 
and rainbow flag, and standing on the foot pegs, wearing nothing but a baseball hat and a pair of motorcycle boots. <laughs> and a wig. And a mullet wig is none other than Jim. <laughs> naked and Jim. He, naked Jim. Naked Jim, and he is completely naked, and he appears to have the most enormous erection. <laughs> but it's censored. It is not but me. It is, is Photoshop. That's a generous That is large not so me. So, the point here hey, is... I'm going jealous. on the record now. In the, past, in the past, I've always designed like one shirt a year, and I order a bunch, and then I always run out of sizes. So I'm starting something new. We've got a store on Zazzle now. Ooh. Zazzle. For those who don't know, Zazzle.com, you go there, and there's all sorts of designs. You can go find all sorts of stuff. If you type in motorcycle, like I think of Jim, who's... all. Wardrobe now exists only of things with motorcycles on it. Jim, yeah. you'd, you'd love it. I know. Um, you might feedy jammies. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Are you kidding? Because this is something you do not kid about with me. <laughs> my, so my, this is serious, serious shit right here. My nighttime game is strong, yes. So at Zazzle.com, I started a store there. Um, it's Recycle Garage. One word, Recycle Garage. Sweet. And we've got motorcycles and misfit shirts, Recycle Garage shirts. Get your um, dick prints! Get your dick print shirts! <laughs> <laughs> Get them now! Well, they're still hot. Cali well, they're still erect. California style with Naked Jim, and we got Motosexual. Yeah. So, with Miss Emma, and some other designs I've thrown up there. So now it's cool, you can go pick any of the designs pick what kind of shirt you wanted on what color shirt what size for some people who wanted like triple xls that i don't always keep they're all available now it's much easier and the pricing is very fair we basically don't make any money on it i just put them up on there so people can get whatever they want Mm -hmm. So cool. just before the podcast, I was my my <clears throat> stomach was grumbling a little bit, and I thought I need to get something to eat. It's just Phoebe idling. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> so I toggle <laughs> off down to Seven Eleven, and I'm standing in line, and the cashier's checking out my T-shirt. Checking <laughs> <laughs> out your T-shirt. Yeah. And I get to the front of the line, and he goes, "That's a rad T-shirt." <laughs> and then he looks up at me, and he looks down. At <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes get really big. Did you, did you, get, did you get his phone number? <laughs> those, guys no. are, those, guys are those guys are great, too. But these are great T-shirts. I mean, the, the, the gym T-shirt is so colorful. And it's guaranteed to offend Everybody. <laughs> the only thing is, if you go to Zazzle.com, Recycle Santa Cruz, find the store. The gym one keeps appearing and disappearing. I'm not sure if they're, if they're editing. I don't know. But um, I every now and then I throw a link up on our Facebook page. You can find it there as well. And pretty soon we're going to be adding the link to the Motorcycles and Misfits we, website. Can I, can Are we going to have a shirt with that dead possum on there? <laughs> <laughs> We should actually. It's totally. pretty boss. Does that thing, does that thing have a name? So we need a name creepy. on that thing. I'll put Gerald. Gerald Possum on Instagram. Wait, we should take a picture of it under a motorcycle tire or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to issue our listeners a challenge. Mm. <laughs> if any of you decide that you want to buy the motorsexual t shirt <laughs> and you buy it, take a picture of yourself wearing it. Being motorsexual. In. Any array of compromising positions. Right. <laughs> hey, just ride oh, no, their bike. No, this yeah. is going no. to a bad place. Do, one, do take, one of you in church. No, and send it directly to Liza, actually. <laughs> take a picture of, uh, of yourself wearing the shirt in a location. Um, wherever it is, 
Because we, the, the Zazzle Wait, what, can ship them What are you world, about to promise? And I will send oh. you a prize for the best one. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Because um, you, Zazzle is it, is it a scented world, candle? Is it a Dion Campbell scented candle? <laughs> <laughs> it Sorry. might be a two-stroke scented candle. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just buy a t-shirt, put it on, take a picture of yourself standing in front of the Great Wall of China or something, and for the best one, or the best ten or something, I don't know, I'm presuming well, we're going to sell ten t-shirts. Bagel's already ordered one, didn't you, Bagel? Yeah, it's on its yes, way. Yes, exactly. Anyway, I so yeah, Zazzle.com. And, and do they ship worldwide? I believe so. I, I hope yeah. so, because a lot of our and, uh, listeners are in Europe. Search for Recycle Garage, or mm -hmm. sorry, yeah, Recycle Garage, one word. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I found interesting. Um, I always check the news in the morning before we do a podcast, just to see what's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. Most other podcasts are covering real news about new bikes coming out and stuff like that. I'm always looking for kind of the different kind of news. The oddball stuff. Uh, yeah, so I found one that actually surprised me because it's local. Mm -hmm. And it says... This is big on the forums, too. There's quite a oh, multi-pages. Yeah. It says, Motorcycle Gang <clears throat> Pummels Driver on San Let's Francisco Highway. Oh, it's shit. a gang of motorcycle people, so, not a motorcycle gang, uh, first of all. Is that like a I gaggle? Mean, a like a gaggle of motorcyclists? Yeah, it's a yes. sensationalist headline uh, to begin with. A gang, by definition, is a group of people that are being uh, doing things that are against the law. Okay. Isn't it just organized... Anyway, it's I don't know. It's not necessarily against the law. No, it's okay. misbehaving. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have to be doing something. Right. So, I'm guilty of misbehaving. Now, when no. I, well, I read that title... The gang is actually it's synonymous the, with... An organized group of criminals. There you go. The first thing that came to my mind is like, I don't know, like HA or something? Right. I don't know. Right. And See, then I thought, well, okay. wait a minute. Then I thought, I haven't even checked. I haven't even seen the video yet. There's a video. I'm like, what if it's just like some guy's... It could be vampires or, or San Francisco Motorcycle Club or somebody we know who Smack. maybe, because sometimes maybe a driver hits somebody and they chased them down. I mean, were they, were they talking about us smacking people? But cars I didn't know dildos? what they meant by, <laughs> I didn't know what they meant by gang. So, and I was surprised that it happened here because I didn't think we had that kind of presence here, the gangs. Hmm. Um, I was also alarmed when one of the links I checked was led on YouTube led to the CBS News and it said the same headline but they also showed for example of how this is a big thing getting out of control they referenced that was it two years ago in New York yeah. when the the club mm. attacked that driver in and, the Land Rover yeah on the freeway yep. they referenced um uh, hooligan riding that has happened in San Francisco. There's a bunch of guys in on supermotos who rip around and try and take jumps off some of the Super hills motos, and the streets and bikes. stuff. Yes. Uh, and quads. Yeah. Which, oh, I don't see them as causing that much trouble. I mean, they're hooligan riding, but they're not... There's a potential They're not hurting, any, hurting anyone. They potentially um, have not hurt anyone yet. And then yeah. they also showed... It looked like a clip from, like, 12 O'Clock Boys, which is a documentary that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Which... Um, Oh, no, I'm blanking. What city did that take place? Baltimore? In? Chicago, yes. wasn't it? No, Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore, for those who don't know, the 12 O'Clock Boys is a fascinating documentary, and I think I mentioned it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's um, this trend that's happening of, we'll say, youth, um, many of whom don't have driver's licenses yet. Those <coughs> damn seem kids. Um, and they get dirt bikes in the city, in the urban areas. They get dirt bikes, and it's a sport to them. 
to Hooligan Ride, do wheelies, 12 o'clock, if those who don't know, is to get your wheel all the way up to 12 o'clock. These kids are fucking insane. Just for the record, these kids are next level wheeling. They're like dancing on their back wheel. Yeah, it's like it's, ballet. It's amazing to watch. It's terrifying <laughs> it's a, at the same time. It's amazing it's to amazing. watch. I mean, they're definitely skilled yeah. in stunting. And there's quads. It's all out there. Um, but they love to attract the attention of the cops. Mm-hmm. They love the to media. even... They ride bring. up alongside them and kick the cop cars yeah. and <laughs> and lure wow. them into a chase. This is fun for them. Man. It's a sport. And these are not street legal bikes. These are not um, registered or licensed. They usually are not licensed. And Some would say these bikes are stolen. Uh, some would say they're stolen. Yeah. And this is a, a fun game and sport. And because they're on dirt bikes, they can go through fields, between apartments, yeah. go everywhere. And... Um, the documentary 12 o'clock boys follows this kid was he like 12 maybe yeah a name pug who is aspiring to become one of the 12 o'clock boys and get real good at it it's controversial um but it's a it's definitely a, a trend that's happening so when i watched the video of what happened in san francisco i was actually quite surprised to see it was young men many on dirt bikes many of whom had absolutely no gear no helmets on the freeway Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what happened with this altercation it was a it was a lyft driver this was an sf yeah it was was on the 101 freeway in the mission district okay okay yeah yeah. i don't know i don't know what happened between the driver and them i don't know if he hit them or not or if he flipped them off for whatever reason they felt the need to to pull him over and drag him out of the car. Or he got out of the car when they started, uh, I think one of them broke the window. Mm-hmm. And then they started beating him <coughs> on the freeway. Damn. So I was surprised to see that's happening here. Here in San Francisco. I'm not. <laughs> Did you, you knew it was happening here? No, but it's are a you? major city. Yeah. <laughs> there's the people there's, are fucking. It's a big city. There's lots of people. Not, not to excuse these guys who do the dirt bike, they're kind of a known phenomenon in uh, San Francisco. My friend Karen lives on Hate Street, and she, hmm. on a sunny weekend once a month or something, she'll see these dudes just rip by on their dirt bikes. And, it's, and the police have a no chase policy because it's much more harmful to chase them down and potentially, you know, cause an traffic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, that's just what happens. I mean, uh, obviously it shouldn't happen, but like, what do you do? How do you balance that Put the out, cops on right? supermotos. But there you go. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, well, there's, there, there's a large difference, though, between hooning about town um, in a, it wearing helmets, um, because I feel like not only when you hoon without a helmet are you portraying a bad image, you're also showing kids that it's okay to do stupid shit without helmets on. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get frustrated. It's like, it, it's not your responsibility to teach anybody else. Like when GTA isn't enough. But, <laughs> yeah. right. but when you see, when you're like five years old and you see some guy going down the street, popping a wheelie, you're like, that's the coolest shit ever. And he's not wearing a helmet. You're like, he's cool enough. I don't need to wear a helmet either. Doesn't matter what your parents tell you. That and why... Do people need to pull cars over? There is a law of tonnage. 
there is a law of tonnage that you will lose every fucking time on a motorcycle. Yeah. If yeah. if you go to stop a car, they are much larger than you are. <laughs> mm. And if yeah. they decide they don't want to stop, or if they decide that they don't like you, they don't like your fucking face, they don't like that they have Cheerios in their hair because their kids are throwing <laughs> them from the back, whatever reason, they will hit you and they could kill you. Yep. So don't try to pull a car over because you think you're hot shit. Yeah. Here's That's not the way to do it. Here's my concern. <laughs> I think that to non-riders, yep. they don't know the line between somebody like that, somebody like us. And to yeah. some, some riders may hear us talk about, you know, our hooning or riding hard, doing wheelies. We definitely have a code of don't put anyone else in danger. You can get your and, own and, asshole and we rash, don't do don't it to anybody else. We don't do it all the time. No. There's times and places as a group I, I it's it's debatable if we are being hypocritical or not but my concern by listening to this is there's going to be drivers who don't know the difference right. and right. may create vigilantes exactly. I think we've experienced that already so let's go back to Kat's <laughs> crash yeah. Hate to do well, it, Kat. Hold on. We may should not. No. Um, we, because... Hold on. Okay. We may should not go back yeah, to Kat's Yeah, so... Do the legal things. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. What I can say is I was in an accident, and it has a lot to do with what we were talking about, but not on my end. I wasn't hooning. It was just something Vig vigilantes exist just like yeah let me do a call back to what i said earlier where people are lane splitting in dallas right and you mentioned that thing that sheila said this guy and, got chased down by a truck and that yeah. people are getting chased down because they feel they need to put them in their place that so my in, concern yeah. when i hear the news like this um is that there's people who may react that us bikers right. are ultimately responsible for well okay let's right. hold on a second right? there's there's bikers capital b in quotes and then motorcyclists well, if we're talking in those well, terms right like so here, here's my take on that right because i you guys know i commute over the hill every day and i'm super appreciative of cars that that ac motorcyclists coming yeah, up behind totally them. and then the, the people that do make an effort to move out of the way yeah. so as best i can i give them a little high sign hey thank you yep, to show that yep. and hope it hope it's contagious and i think what and I'm not I'm not judging, but I I'll just say because I think it's cool what those guys do. It, it's it's crazy stuff. But one of the trade offs is it makes drivers I think want to be less cool to other motorcyclists. So it's like I make an effort to build goodwill as I'm lane splitting. Right. Thanks for yeah. making my lane splitting a little safer. I hope other drivers start doing the same thing. Sure. But if but if I'm lane splitting like some people do on 17 at like 80 miles an hour around these turns, it what people tell me. They're like, it scares the shit out of me. People don't like being scared. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a fine line to balance. But right. but I, I'm all for building. It's like I see that bumper stickle, lane splitting because fuck you. I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. But how about lane splitting? Thanks a lot for passing that law and right. for thinking about me while I'm lane splitting in traffic. Yeah. But, right. And you've been on the receiving end of road rage yourself, haven't you, Jim? I have That yeah, yeah. woman I, in I San Jose. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. When I was. I think all of us have. I was changing yep. lanes and she was. Yeah. And I, I got called a stupid faggot once. <laughs> I, yeah. I got that. I had that truth hurts. But, oh, no, and I had no, somebody run my, me up. That was my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't, vicious. wasn't that the cashier in Target? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
These don't match those shoes, you stupid faggot. Yeah. Wait, but oh, I wait, but actually, my mom almost hit me while I was lane splitting. Once. Oh, <laughs> nice! Wow. All right, so I, I had here. some. I had somebody run me off the freeway twice. No, that's split. super shitty. On a scooter? Yeah. Not a scooter. once, scooter. but twice. Nobody twice. likes oh. a scooter, do they? Yeah, that was no, fucked up. <laughs> that is so. Fucked and he had his little shitty. kid in the back seat too. That oh man, look at this! The lady that oh. tried to hit me had a kid in the seat too. God, fucking kids will do that to you. You might find this interesting. Um, Clay was here, and I said, Clay, you know, SFMC is a very prominent club in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, you guys should maybe be concerned about this Mm -hmm. because you don't know how people are going to be reacting to other bikers in town. They may think people wearing a patch is a gang. They may not know that there's a difference. And he was actually equally disturbed and thought that there may be some backlash from this. Here's Clay has such a big heart, though. He immediately went to, we have to figure out how to create an alternative for these kids. We need to mm-hmm. reach out to these kids. Mm-hmm. That would be. You cool. know what? That's actually a yeah. No, yeah, because there's no there's no racetracks up there, and there's no yeah. dirt parks anywhere near San Francisco. And, that, and that's confronting the there's problem. Plenty of outlets. Yeah. Yeah. Sonoma's like right there. There's plenty of outlets. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing, though. What like, what 15 year old kid can afford? <laughs> exactly. A just just the track day, like at least 150 dollars. Let alone a bike and this full leathers. A... They're not even wearing helmets, let alone yeah. gear. That's not a viable outlet for 15 year old kids who are just trying to get Drugs. Luna after work. It's certainly a large. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get loaded. A large part of it is a socioeconomic oh. thing. You could you could assume like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's, oh, it's fair sure. to assume you know like. But maybe maybe there's somebody who's got a backyard. Yeah. Well, bigger track. than a backyard. Here's my thought, and there's I mean there's so many logistics with this. We know that these a lot of these aren't plated bikes. They're not kids with driver's licenses. They mm-hmm. don't have trucks or trailers to get them to a location. So let's just pretend none of that exists. Yeah. What if there was sorry, like um somebody created a super moto uh circuit in an old field or a parking lot. Who's gonna ensure that? Nobody. Nobody. Forget it. Yeah. This, I mean, but you think a lot of um, in, in, in urban areas, they've created like the basketball leagues and mm-hmm. stuff to get kids off the street, yep. to give them somewhere to go to compete and be active. Right. I mean, that's the only thing I, like, I immediately the, thought. Wouldn't like that be kind of cool? City it, mo- it, mo- motocross park or something. Right. But it, it'd be cool. But the problem is in inner cities now, and you, San Francisco is a perfect example, but the same is true of any inner city land has become so valuable we're not talking about a parking lot if you want to run supermotos you need a city block yep and that's a lot of land now you think about san francisco you go back 15 20 years china basin was pretty much a barren wasteland yeah hunter's point pretty much a barren wasteland you could ride bikes all day and all night around the old abandoned warehouses now china basin Mm. Has been so developed since AT and T Park came in. There's not a there's not a square inch of China Basin that you can use yeah. anymore. Hunter's Point's going the same way. So it'd be great if you could, but what the hell are you going to do? Yep. Yeah, and that's and that's the result of, of just unmitigated greed, right? And you, San Francisco's a great example, but you can pick <clears throat> any. Uh, you know, city uh, in in America, yeah. and it's the uh, same. You know, it's becoming super valuable. Yeah. Right? And I like to point out too, like a lot of this is is uh, an action. Is the point of this kind of stuff happening is 
to say fuck you to, to authority. Right. It's not just mm. a, it's it's irrational because we're looking at it because what the fuck are these guys doing? Because we're quote unquote legal, you know, uh, responsible uh, motorcyclists. These guys are doing it as, as a way to express their mm. hatred towards the authority or whatever, and and that's the point of it. It was is to generate this thing but, too. You but know, even if they had a not viable I'm not a, outlet, right? They. There's a large possibility that this is their way of uh, just getting what whatever they go to at home. Dad's an asshole. Right. Mom's an alcoholic. Whatever they're dealing with at home, this is their way to say, fuck you, I'm in charge of who I right. am. Mm-hmm. I don't control. need to listen to anybody. Yeah. It's their way of being in yeah. control. So and, and it's not, We're not saying it's okay, but this is no. part of the psyche of, of what's actually just happening. It's a very anti-authoritarian yeah. uh, action that just when people are you know young, dumb, and full of whatever, and want to express that, <laughs> what that are they anger. Full, what right? are they full like, of knock? Fun. Fun? Young, dumb, full of fun? I don't know how, I don't know what the solution is, but in my mind I could just see if you could actually harness those skills, a stunt riding skills, yeah. those, the writing ability. Computer hacking skills. <laughs> <laughs> and, skills. and actually, and, and somehow put it onto like a racetrack. And just Supermoto yeah. just seemed possible to me. Part dirt, part track, yeah. got some jumps, let them compete. Or, or at least Maybe. a motorcycle show circuit or something. You know? I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I just I don't know how prominent it is, and maybe people have it in other cities that they're aware of, and maybe people have maybe ideas. They go, maybe they do do all that yeah. renegade by themselves, and they still do what they do in the city. And, and, and you know what? They could go meet somewhere in the mountains and just tear it up maybe, by maybe, midnight or something. Maybe even if it's like, maybe this doesn't happen frequently enough to even matter. Like it happens yeah. once a month, and that's just small beans compared to what's actually in the big horrible. picture. Yeah, yeah. You know? But the problem for us is just the general public at large. It's the first word they're going to see: motorcycle. Yeah, motorcycle yeah. game. So yep. you know, here's the Misfits top tip. This is flavor of the month right now. You said it made CBS. Yeah, yeah. Just guys, be careful out there. And just for a, yeah. just for a few weeks until this blows down. You know, something else is going to come up. People are going to be equally outraged. Yep. But while people are up in arms and you know feeling pissed about this, just be it's careful out there. It's fear. Fear yeah. is the most lethal emotion. Yep. People reacting out of fear. People acting out of fear. Anything to do with fear is the way people get killed and that's not only for motorcyclists but it's also for drivers people reacting to somebody lane splitting and swerving and then swerving back takes people out all the time or just being flat out afraid of motorcyclists because they're big bad guys with big beards and leather jackets and they love to stab children i like, like your i like your glorious leather or uh, beard there cat yeah. yeah i know i <laughs> like bitching. my beard i oil it every day you know <laughs> it's pretty good Bagel, in, in wrapping this up what do yeah. you have to say <clears throat> and I, I just want to say that we also need to destroy a distinction between the the yeah, the just the the hooning and stupid shit, and literally dragging somebody out of the car and beating the crap out of them yeah. because yeah. that's largely yeah, criminal thing. Yeah. yeah, because I mean we I've yeah. gone on countless scooter rallies in the city where we have just flayed all kinds of laws, just yeah. tearing it up, having having a blast, but we didn't hurt anybody. Right. And, and shh, don't tell anybody. But <laughs> but, the, but the thing is that that this this crosses a line where somebody is actually getting hurt, not right. just by being stupid, but by right. somebody willfully 
hurting that person. Yeah. And that, you know, I mean, that that's that that's really really serious, and that's got to be dealt with, yeah. but n- not to the detriment of the motorcycle community at large. So I think sounds the bottom like, line here, here is be an idiot, not an asshole. Like the people in yeah. that group well said. are are the type of people that would just beat the shit out of anybody, regardless right. of what they're doing. They just happen mm-hmm. to be on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, and the other takeaway is if there's a bunch of kids on dirt bikes Stay in your away. city, give them a wiper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, um, real quick, I got some news to share. This is kind of cool. I got a text from Zach while we were. Hey, oh, nice. hey Zach. What's up, buddy? So, so. so Zach is over in Massachusetts, and he pulled the engine on his SV650. Mm-hmm. He gave me an update. He says, so I just finished a full engine rebuild on the SV. Wow. Fucking A, nice. dude. It's cold in Massachusetts. Yeah, and, we need to do it. <laughs> and it just lit up, no problem. Nice. So, so happy. Fucking A. Hope right your wrenching day is going as well as mine. Nice, dude. That's a good yeah. wrench. Oh, my God. Nice. Dude, what did he do? Did you know? He just kind of went bearings he, and shit, he, or what? He did, did he, it all. Did, it did he all. blow it up That's or something? That's awesome. Or did he say, oh, it's about time. No. no, that bike had just got a ton of miles on it. had right around 80,000 miles yeah. on it. And wow. um, I knew New it rings. was coming because, you know, for the past few months, I'd get a text out of the blue from Zach yeah. and he'd be like, so what are the clearance for the rings? What, you know, what okay. are the things yeah, I should yeah, look? Yeah. And, you know, Refresh. I just guide him through it. And it's kind of, cool. you know what, Zach, less is going to be more with that engine. Mm-hmm. Don't go nuts. Do what you need to do. Don't do any more. And I think he re-ringed it. He reshelled it. Um, he put new seals on the valve guides, um, ground the valves in. Oh, good. Just did good stuff. Just like a solid refresh. Yeah, a solid nice. refresh cool. rather than a total rebuild. And cool. He's down the road. I miss that, that guy. I'd like to yeah. say, um, so proud of him. I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did, Liza. <laughs> but, yeah, not, but not everything you know. Except modesty. <laughs> also, um, miss you, Zach. wanted just to let people know that Jim and I, next weekend on the 19th, we're going to be taking Kanakaya's uh, cornering class. You're going to do an interview with him again, or are you just going to just... No, no? I, I'll take the equipment just in case. But yeah. um, Bring the one jacket. that Doug you know and Kat... Interview the, the, uh, the students and see what they, they got know, out of maybe. it. You know? We'll see. Pretty cool. Um, Doug and Kat had such a glowing review. I signed up, and Sarah Proletsky signed up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So Cool. Too. So there's still slots open. If anyone in the Except Northern slots. California <laughs> Bay Area <laughs> would like to sign up, it's uh, superbikecoach.com. It's 140 bucks. And it's going to be, this is March 19th. We're going to be going. So come on out Whoa. and join us. Are you going up the morning of or are no. you going to stay the night? What are you yes. taking, yes. Liza? Super Duke. So Taking a Super Duke. The Super Duke. Which Charlie says I'm going to have to have very good clutch control. Well, let me, I said you, throttle control. You said control. clutch control. Hey, Liza, right. are you going to get new tires on that before you go? No. No, tires no. are good. Huh? No, have you seen that? She got a $5. How much was that tire you put on that thing? No, not on the Super Oh, that was on the Versus. That yeah. right. The $5 um, tire. I'm thinking <laughs> for that little go-kart track that if I just keep the throttle down to zero and I just keep the clutch in all the way, just the slight clutch drag will get me enough You'll speed. You'll be surprised. <laughs> that that track is pretty fast. You, you know, pretty quickly on that track. Liza, yeah. Just imagine you're on a two-stroke, Liza. That's what your Super Duke's going to be I've never asked you, Liza. Does, does your Super Duke have a name? 
No. Dickhead. Certain death. <laughs> no, you should you should call super it Super Duke. I mean Super Duke is so good it's a good name. No, you should <laughs> I don't feel a need. You sh- Plus you it's the it only f- one in I know what? I don't Philippe. have to differentiate. You should, you should call it, it Philippe because he's the Duke <laughs> of Edinburgh. <laughs> sir should call it call it Big Sir. Uh, I got my <laughs> CR two fifty running again today. Yay. What? Yay. Yay. The one that got stolen in, in December and you got all the green, green paint off. Yeah. Congratulations. So it I got uh uh, well, I didn't know how the guys took care of it if they put bad gas in it or whatever, so I decided to just full strip down, down to the engine and swing arm, uh, and clean everything up. And then I got new radiators for it and hoses. Uh, put that all together today. Put so much new scrubbing. fluids. So much scrubbing. <laughs> so much yeah. scrubbing. And I uh, fired right up. Second kick. Yeah. A right little, on. little problem with the carburetor pissing a little gas, but I just whacked on it. Yeah. I diddled folks. it a little bit. I thought you were the finger guy, folk. but I got new plastics on it. It's looked brand new. It's yeah. great. I'm no. so excited. Yeah. And not a trace of green. Uh, there is yeah, green. Yeah, there's green. Yeah. So there's there's red hoses, white plastics, and there's green speckles. So it's like a Christmas his- bike. Yeah. Part of the history. <laughs> nice. So I've got some we've got some emails to share. I wanted to start with one, and this is from Ben Chapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, hey Ben. Hey Ben. He says, um, <laughs> Big ben. Hey, Kanakaya's cornering school on Stockton's go tra- go kart track. Wow, I go broke spending every spare week in there. <laughs> we have very few corners or curves to practice on here in Southwest Florida. We have entire neighborhoods that have no homes. Oh yeah, wow. <sighs> Knock, you would be loving it there. Yes, sir. He says that's where I practice. <laughs> um, the road road surface conditions are usually garbage, um, but awesome. that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, focusing while riding hard is something that Liza mentioned, and that is something I struggle with, too. It doesn't take much to lose concentration, and then things get interesting. But he would love to take the wheelie course. Um, he should probably just get a dirt bike and practice. 140 bucks a day is a deal. And um, The wheelie course is 180 Oh, okay. That cans, yeah. He said, oh, and, and referring to Dion Campbell, who's just here, he says he's got a new fan. I'll be keeping an eye out for him when they show it on TV. Um, he's started from the beginning again and has been listening to our podcast <laughs> through. Uh, he's uh, He says, it's hard to believe, but I'll have to suffer through 136 episodes before Emma joins the Misfits. Oh, oh That's a lot says, of suffering. Emma really is the addition yep, brings my, everything together. Now, my, Emma, my name is Chopped Liver. He's got he's got a private message for you, Emma. Oh, Ben. Which reads? Says, Which reads? Emma, <laughs> if I show up at the garage with a jar of race gas, a tube of axle grease, a valve stem floral oh, arrangement, yes. and a bottle of Bombay Sapphire, They're do shrimping. I have a chance of winning your heart? Oh, God, you've got a chance of get marrying me, Ben. <laughs> oh, ben, do you suck toes, Ben? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the important ben, question, Ben, I'll tell you actually. that you won Cat's Heart at a tube of axle grease. Uh, yeah, you know. Ben, <laughs> is that all it takes? It would, you, it would be like so shit. great for you to come over to the garage, Ben. I know it's a long way from Florida, but... Come on over. Summer's, you never know what here. the hell you're going to get. And then at the very end, I'll let Nock read this. What, what what's he it? say? What is it? Liza has a really sexy voice, too. If only she wasn't in the chicks. If only. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's I'm thinking foursome coming up. Li- Liza's just into spaghetti, apparently. That's what's up. <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much, Ben. Thank you. And the other I appreciate yeah. that. 
So, mm. Douglas, you got an email? I do. Uh, I'm going to spare you all my Australian accent. So, uh, Good eye, mate. This is uh, Hi All from Down Under, from our buddy Troy in Australia. Um, hey, Troy. says, Hi, everyone at Recycle. Troy here from Newcastle, Australia. I can't yeah. remember how I found your podcast, but I'm glad I did. I've been listening from episode one and working towards the newest stuff. Uh, today has been really heavy <laughs> as far as listening with talking about brain injuries, EMT responses, and what to do, recovering from right. big stacks and getting back on the bike. Mm-hmm. I'm a new rider and started on a Ninja 250. Good start. Unfortunately, yeah. my first crash broke my thumb, requiring oh. requiring <laughs> penguins, uh, <laughs> requiring <laughs> surgery Ooh. and riding my bike off. <laughs> crashed, crashed due to inexperience and inattention uh, and what? Inattention. Crash due to inexperience and inattention lesson learned the hard way. Right. Okay. You forgot a uh, comma. I'm looking to get back on a bike, but on a cruiser this time. Uh, I'm looking at a second-hand Yam- Yamaha XS650V Star, Kawasaki VN800 Vulcan, or a Honda Shadow 400. Uh, I'm 5'11 and 200 pounds. Okay. Would you agree these are okay learner cruisers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why not? I'd like to give a shout out to my good friend Ben Rowe, who builds sweet Japanese cruisers at Street Cleaver Customs. Apparently, he's been getting some out. some harsh things from the Harley guys. Uh, cheers, Ben! Yeah, Can't wait do. till we're both Screw back on those two wheels. Guys. <laughs> I'm still new, but I'm guessing my up the butt bike would be a custom 1200 Sportster that I'd cool. get to build. As Harleys are fucking expensive here, and I'm not mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah, uh, they are. They're too expensive to even buy old and use as projects. Cruise hard and keep the rubber side down. Thanks for writing in, Troy. Cool, thank so, you. So, yeah, Troy, um, yeah, stick with it, mate. Those three are all great entry bikes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of digging the Vulcan out, the, those three. Do the Vulcan. Vulcan's a sweet, sweet cruiser. Good. Mm-hmm. It's, What's it's the, settled. Uh, displacement on also, the Vulcan? 800. 800. Oh, ahead. that's great. That's oh, perfect. that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. With his height and weight, um, I'm 6'1", 185, and I have a Shadow 600. Mm-hmm. And on long rides, you know, you're sitting there moving around trying to find a comfortable spot i'm pretty right. big for that bike the uh the kawasaki the 800 is a lot bigger my brother has one i've ridden it before and the great bikes. yeah so with his weight and size that might be the best pick and yeah. don't forget your shadow's only got four gears right yeah yeah mine's only four speed four speed it's oh. one of the last four speeders yeah. shadow 600 people always forget this i've only got four gears how nuts is that that Crazy. reminds me i was surprised on sheila's little two-stroke uh-huh. The 5th, the 6th, and the 7th gear all felt just like the 4th. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But, yeah, but Shadow's great bike. But I think for size and weight, it's got to be the Vulcan. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's going to be his best bet. Cool. Yep. And then uh, can grow into. Jim, you got one last email? I do, and this is coming straight from Bobby. Uh, hey, Bobby, what's happening? <laughs> can you hey, fly, hey, Bobby? Uh, he probably <laughs> wishes he could because he's in not-so-sunny Roscoe, Illinois. You okay. So hopefully it's not snowing out there. And he's west of Chicago. And first of all, he wants to say he loves the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. He's listening. So far, he's heard numbers 1 through 15 and 174 through 189. Wow. <laughs> he alternates. <laughs> there were dark. Years in our <laughs> <laughs> it's a medieval time. Yeah. So he alternates between the old and the new, which is kind of yeah. cool. So this Good. is kind of a two-part thing. One is down and dirty. He currently rides an '82 Virago. <gasps> cool. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. He wants to make it into a cafe racer scrambler thing. Okay. Is that the Monoshock one? Yeah. yeah. Cool and unique. So in 30 seconds or less, 
What advice would you give him on as he converts this to the cafe racer? Let's let Emma get this one. Okay, so it's really quite straightforward. Um, you've got to <laughs> cut the back of the frame off. You've got to put a back subframe on it. You've got to put a decent fuel tank on it. You've got to put a shorter front end on it. There's plenty of resources out there to do Hold it. Hold on. Well, first... Lazy, you have five seconds. <laughs> How hard can that be? This is, all right. I wasn't paying attention. Cafe Racer? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, what I always did is I started uh, perusing not just eBay, but some of the sites that sell fiberglass works and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and to look at styles. Because you really want to pick what style, then you're going to create the subframe or cut your frame right. to fit it. So you don't want to cut anything until you know what your goal is for the tank, the seat, and the the tail. Right. To be fair, that 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 Virago Cafe Racer thing, it's a very established style. I know exactly what he's getting at. Yeah. It's is it the Jim Hagerman? It's the Hagerman style. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of these things. They've all got the little Ducati gas so, tanks on them, and yeah, they look bitching. See what's out there. My advice is do everything in slow motion. Uh, have slow motion sparks. Grow, Did your brain grow, just grow. stop? What just happened? Grow a mustache right. and some wear some so, artisanal denim. So um, here's the second stop. part. Let's so measure twice. Measure twice. Cut once. Well, there you go. Yeah. Good yeah. advice. Yeah. So the second part of that, I don't know why I have a hammer in my hand. So, <laughs> It's a ball peed hammer. That's a so biker shit. So here's the other cool part. So he's talking about the riding out there. He goes, unfortunately, out there, um, not a lot of community. He says everybody uh, rides in clicks. So uh, Supermoto, right. Harley, etc. Not a lot of intermingling, unlike uh. here. Well, and he's kind of bummed on that. And it's funny because I thought about we did a little ride today up Highway Nine, and you think about the eclectic bikes in there. We had the Aprilia bringing up the back with clay, then a Goldwing, <laughs> yeah. then my uh, 600, the FZ6. Then was, was Charlie on my scooter oh that was for the next oh this is nine on river street where you went past the barrier that's what cool. barrier? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, cool. Right yeah, so then it was me on the FC6. Jake's riding a dual sport. There's Mike's on his super moto. Uh, there's a Shadow 750. It was a super eclectic mix. So yeah. it's too bad, but he says, hey, it, it seems like nobody rides because um, they like to. They ride to look cool, and that's it. But with that said, uh, he likes listening to the podcast. It gives me hope for the biker kind. Keep up the good work. Um, I'd love to show you guys around if we were ever out that way, but he should come out here. The weather's a lot better. Yeah, yeah, true yeah. that. But yeah. he does all his own wrenching. So cool. Bobby, thanks for the email, man. Keep cool. it up. Yeah, man. thanks, Bobby. And good luck with the bike. Yeah, for well, sure. Send us a photo when you're done and uh, do build progress. That'd be killer. Yeah, build progress. Yeah. Send yeah. it our way. The way that you know that it's officially spring here is I brought out the Elite 250 from yeah. storage. That's right. And it, uh, yeah, and it wouldn't go, would it? <laughs> well, the battery. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's wrapping up for, for tonight. I do want to thank everybody for sending in emails we're still yeah. plowing through and we're still catching up and just know we read them all so we appreciate it we may not re- re- so, uh, uh, read them on the air respond but we do read and we appreciate it especially the ones that have emma in them she makes me read them out loud to her at bedtime <laughs> <laughs> people like you i don't know why uh, yeah. neither do i <laughs> are we gonna um, do like an email heavy podcast one of these days man I don't know. like you know i think well, maybe we should do a special of just emails because people hmm. are so kind to write in. I'm um, down on Wednesday. Email um, blowout. You know, yeah. just just sit down and go through each email 
yeah. and and answer it individually because yeah. we might we might do that. Yeah, yeah. we get a lot of but it's not not like we're like flooded like we're Chris Kringle, you know, in in the Christmas story. <laughs> so <laughs> Chris Kringle, <laughs> not yet anyway, <laughs> not yet. We appreciate Wait till it. Christmas. Yeah, and and There's just two. <laughs> just a reminder to go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Um, Jim, you got a new video you're making? I saw you out doing stuff today. What was I doing? No, I, I, I don't got shit. He's p- taking pictures of his <laughs> no, well, dick. I, well, I was gonna do a, uh, I was gonna do the breakdown of the carburetor, but then, yeah, fuck it. Ah, still. No, can I just mention Electric Terry swung by? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's Charger. right. Electric Terry swings by, but. I knew he was here, not because he showed up. Freaking Charger showed up uh, with a GoPro yes. on her collar. Yeah. And so Charger's running around with this freaking GoPro. He's just getting awesome. crotch shots. That's all he's I've, getting. <laughs> I've fed that dog Sideways. all kinds of pork rinds, yo. Right, yeah. There's a lot of butt sniffing on that uh-huh. video. <laughs> so I think that's wrapping motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Yes. Also, uh, if you're interested, come join us at Kanakaya Superbike Class. And don't loan your bikes out to people who don't know what the um, fuck they're doing. Um, so who's going to be running um, the garage next week while you're gone? Emma will be running the garage. Who is running the garage? Me! <laughs> and Listen to yourself. Just listen to you. She, uh, that was a squeal, I think. <laughs> and I'm proud to say Bagel's stepping up, and he's going to be running the show next week. Yeah, yeah. Will. That's something like that I'm, I'm very proud of and also just so appreciative of... I'm going to be gone. I'm not going to be here. But there's plenty of people to step up and to cover everything. So everything keeps going for she, the community. And, I'm and gonna, she's, she's going to lend her podcast out to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really happy I'm, to be taking orders. From I'm going to mash those buttons on that console like like. Uh, like <laughs> just just turn all the knobs <laughs> off. What do you mean the podcast is in the computer? He's not working. Smash it with a rock. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, let's get out of here. This is Liza. Mm, Bagel. Thank you, Jim. This is Doc. Say your name. Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Doug. Emma Darling. (laughs) Meow. Micah. Why? And we're out of here. Cool, Cool, cool.